You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. All is new is the title of this devotion. You know, that is not just something that started a long time ago when Jesus came into your heart and the old began to evaporate as the new began to enter in. It's like the night gives way to the day as the sun rises and the darkness fades away and the light takes control over the darkness. It's not just something that happened once in your life, no. We're made new, it says in 2 Corinthians 4:16, in the inward man daily. In Colossians 3 verse 10, it says, we are being made in His likeness, what we were predestined to, to continuously by His Spirit at work in us. Oh, I so love this. It, it is the salvation that is being given through Jesus' eternal life, that we're being cleansed from the old by being made new inwardly through His Holy Spirit, for being washed from the old by being made new inwardly by His Spirit, it says in Titus 3. Let me read to you here from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, one of my favorite scriptures that really is dear because it really, God spoke it to me one time in a real key transition time in my life. The love of Christ compels us, compels, controls, urges us. Yeah? Because we judge thus that if one died for all, then all died. And he died for all, that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have, become, have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and given us the ministry of reconciliation. All things have become new. Behold, all things have become new. It's this newness of life that Romans 6 talks about. We walk in newness of life. It's always new. It never grows old, First Peter says. It never fades away. It never diminishes. It never grows old. It never grows old. Come on. We physically grow old. 2 Corinthians 4, 16 says, Though the outward man is perishing as it grows old, yet the new inward man is being renewed day by day. It never grows old. We should not live after the nature of the flesh and as if we're grown old. And I know there's a balance to that. There's a balance. 
now that I'm 61, I notice in certain parts of my body that I am a bit older and that I'm not 41, I'm 61. So yes, I, I, there's a balance. We're not being silly, but I don't live after that nature in my, in my temperament of spirit. No, I live in the joy of the renewing that never grows old. I am renewed. My youth is renewed, Psalm 103. I feel that Proverbs 4:18, that I am beginning to shine brighter and brighter as the day of the Lord Jesus is drawn nearer. That's what it says in Proverbs 4:18. In 2 Corinthians 3:17 and 18, it says that we are being transformed by the indwelling life of Christ by His Spirit from one degree of His glory to another. Oh, hallelujah, friends. It gets more glorious. It gets more phenomenal. It gets more amazing. The more we have, the more, Jesus said, will be given until there's an abundance, an overflow of this holy heavenly life that cannot sin or fail to, to except to just live to please God. Oh, everything becomes new. I love living in the new. I do. And with that, I'll read to you here Ephesians 4:20. With that everything becoming new, I keep putting away the things that are old. I notice yeah, that reaction, that's the old, that's not the new. That way of talking is the old, that's not the new. That way of thinking is the old, not the new. You see, in the beginning, you didn't know the difference, but now that you're beginning to be new, that, that everything, all is new constantly, you kind of go, well, that's the old, that's not me anymore. No, I don't live after the old, I live after the new. I've let go of the old. No, no more, no more. And you ought to be able to look your spouse in the eye. I've told Virginia many times, darling, that, that man, he's long gone, dead and buried, sweetie. You don't have to be afraid he's not coming back. I will not be that man anymore that gave you trouble in the early days of our marriage. No, my darling, no, I'm a new man. I'm a new man, I believe it. I am a new creation. No more in condemnation, here in the grace of God I stand. Oh, I love that old song. You see, as you enter into the new and you become to, become to live, live in the newness of life through Jesus Christ in you, 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 you want to put away the old. You want to put it away. You want to put it away. You don't want to live in it anymore. And this is what it says right here in Ephesians 4, verse 20. You have not so learned Christ, if indeed you've heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. You put on the new man. Put on the new man means this is what you embody. You know, just like you put your clothes on that people can see your body by your clothes. So you put 
on the new man. It begins to express itself in mannerisms, in attitudes, in ways of thinking and talking, in ways of acting and reacting, in ways of responding. Before maybe, if somebody said, you know, that was unkind what you just said, then well, you lash out and say, what? And you, you, you. Now you say, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I wasn't aware. Or yeah, I realized that what I did that wasn't right and I apologize, would you please forgive me? And I'll really pray about this because I don't, that's, that's the old. I don't want to live like that anymore. I don't want to act like that anymore. You see how as you enter the new, you receive power to put away the old. Colossians here says the same thing in Colossians chapter three, okay? Colossians chapter three, verse four. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore put to death your members, which are on the earth, fornication. Fornication is the word pornography. It's the word pornographia. An addiction to sexual enjoyment outside of what God gave it for. God gave sexual enjoyment for the union between a husband, born a man, and a woman, a wife, born a woman. And that's where God gave it. You see it throughout the scriptures. You see it there in Genesis. And he made them both male and female. He made them and blessed them. And what God joined together, it says there, let not man separate. He joined a man and a woman together. And that is not to be changed. Hebrews 13 says that we must regard the marriage bed as holy and we shouldn't despise that. In other words, there is a, a union within the, within the physical enjoyment of a husband and a wife that is considered holy before God. In other words, that is given for that relationship, not for any else. And pornography is where you step out of those borders and seek to entertain what's not given, then it defiles you, it corrupts you, and it corrupts you terribly so. And it becomes addictive so that you don't know how to get free unless Jesus sets you free. And you need to get free because it so harshly defiles your inner man that, that you'll have a hard time connecting with God if you indulge yourself. But I tell you the truth, I know my Savior in His cleansing, washing, regenerating power that there is absolutely nothing like that, that he that can withhold him from setting you free. So he says, put to death uncleanness, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, covetousness, where you just are always driven to keep buying things and buying things you don't need. It's, it's an addiction. You, you, you just can't stop it. There's no reason or rhyme to it. It drives you. You can't sleep without spending some money. I met this one precious man. He was living in his car. He came to the church. And I, he, I said, where do you live? He says, I live in my car. I said, do you not have a home and a family? He said, yes, I have a home and a family. I said, why are you not with them? He said, they asked me to leave. I said, why did they do that? He said, because I have a terrible addiction. I said, what's your addiction? He says, I have a very good job and make very good money. But the moment my salary comes into my account, this compulsion comes all over me and can't stop it that I have to gamble until all the money's gone. And I'll gamble all night long until the money's gone. Now, come on, folks. 
there is absolutely no rhyme or logic that can consider that that is how anybody should live. That is most grievous that anybody would have such a painful compulsion of covetousness. And that is what Jesus came to cleanse us from and wash us from. Covetousness is like the sin of idolatry. And the Lord says, put off covetousness, which is idolatry, it says here. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience in which you yourself once walked when you lived in them. But now you yourselves are to put off all of these like anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth, rude joking, vulgar words. You got to get it out of you. It's the old. Don't lie to one another. Some people think white lies. There is no white lies. All lies are, are sinful. There's absolutely nothing that God condones to lying. No, it's always wrong. So I want to encourage you, put away lying. Since you put off the old man with his deeds and put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Oh, what a good thing when you begin to realize what you were predestined to to be a holy man or woman, to live to the praise and the glory of God and all that you are, say and do on each, each day. And that each day is holy to God and that each day becomes valuable to His honor and glory and praise and that you love living this way. So let me close with you out of the Living Bible, these scriptures that I love. Should we keep on sinning when we don't have to? Sin's power over us was broken when we became Christians and were baptized to become part of Jesus. Through his death, the power of your sinful nature was shattered. That old sin-loving nature was buried with him by baptism when he died. And when God the Father with glorious power brought him back to life again, you were given his wonderful new life to live. Your old evil desires were nailed to the cross with Jesus. That part of you that loves to sin was crushed and fatally wounded so that your sin-loving body no longer is under sin's control. So you no longer are slaves to sin for you were debtened to sin. You were freed from its allure and its power over you. This sins, your old sin-loving nature died when Jesus died. Now you may live and share his new sinless life. He died for all to end sin's power over us all. Now he lives forever in unbroken fellowship with God. So look upon your old sin-loving nature as dead and unresponsive to sin and instead Realize that now through Jesus Christ, you have been made alive unto God. So present yourself alive from the dead to God. Oh, hallelujah. How wonderful that as you partake of the new life, you can put off the old life. Come on, you have the power. You have the power. Jesus in you is the power to say sin 
You have no more power over me. I will not serve you anymore. I will not feel threatened by you. I will not be afraid of you. I will not let you harass me, torment me, control me, manipulate me, lie to me. I will no longer follow your nature and character. I have a new nature, a holy nature, the nature of Jesus. I will live to the praise and the glory of God through Jesus in me. I'm not connect like Jesus is not strong enough. He is almighty sin. You are not. You have no more power. I'm free. I'm free. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Amen. Have a good day.